Coming to you live from the Rack FM trash can in Skid Row. Put on your dunce caps because it's time for public speaking for plebs with your host, Robo, the mayor of Rackville. And here's Robo. Well, good morning to my little plebtitious friends. Wherever you are in this big, bad world today, and welcome to another edition of Public Speaking for Plebs, with your host, Robo, the Mayor of Rackville. It's Saturday, guys, the 9th of September, 2023, and here I am again, turning up on your timeline, once again, for another cutting-edge glimpse into the professional world of PS4P as we call it, or public speaking for plebs. Now, most of you guys have probably returned to listen to uh, part two of The Daddy, which was the formal presentation that we started last week. However, we're going to keep you mugs on your toes this week and other weeks, and we're bringing a bit of a different flavour. Now, why are we doing this? Guys, we're doing it to show you we've got the fucking minerals that we know what we're talking about and that we're determined to provide some actual educational material content from Rack FM. So there you go. So that's right. Uh, if you want to hear all about the main body uh, and ending a formal presentation, then be sure to tune in next week for episode three. But guys, for now, we're going to broach the very, very tricky subject of what we call impromptu speaking. Uh, or what is also referred to as spontaneous speaking. Now, guys, that basically means when you've had zero time to prepare jack shit, doesn't it? That's what that means, right, basically, yeah? Spontaneous, impromptu, you've just got no fucking time. You're on your fucking lonesome, son. You better come up with the goods or you're going to look a right pleb. When might you have to give an impromptu speech? What are the kind of like situations? What about if you're hosting an event and a scheduled speaker is late and you're up there with a mic and you've got to like fill in a little bit? Yeah. What about when uh, you have like maybe a formal speech or formal presentation and you get Q&A at the end, Right. You don't know what questions are coming, right? So you've got to be able to deal with them. We'll talk about dealing as well, not answering later. What about if you're at a job interview? I mean, we can guess what kind of questions we'll get, but we always get curveballs, right? You might be at a social gathering or something. Your boss might be retiring and someone might ask you to say a few words, you know, uh, or any kind of social gathering, you know. You might be asked to give like a brief status or project uh, update report in like, you know, a meeting or a teleconference or something like that. So basically, guys, you know, as we've just heard there, there are plenty, right, of situations where impromptu speaking or the ability to be able to do it actually comes, you know, it becomes very important, right? Now then, who, who's done this? I wonder if anyone listening has actually done this before, right? I'll tell you what, it can be uncomfortable. 
right? When you have to speak in front of a group with no warning, no preparation time, for it could be friends, family, your peers, right? Some people freeze and literally just don't know what to say. On the other hand, on the other sort of side of the spectrum, right, people start talking and talking and talking and talking and talking, but never really seem to have any kind of fucking direction or make a, a clear conclusion. So basically, guys, right, what this comes down to, impromptu speaking, it's understanding the concept that not all questions are born equal. Let me just say that again, guys, right? Not all questions are born equal. Ask yourself, what do you think I mean by that? Take a little guess. I mean, if I was to ask some different questions like, uh, who is your best friend in the world? Uh, how do you feel about the EU, the European Union? Uh, explain how you once helped your boss. Uh, what's the key to happiness? Uh, do you think that Facebook is a good idea, right? Think of some of those questions I've just said there. Would you answer those questions in all of the same way? No, you certainly wouldn't, right? And this, guys, is where frameworks come in. And actually, some of these frameworks are quite famous, uh, especially the first one. I will say that, right? The first one can help you in so many instances. But yeah, the key to avoiding the problems I mentioned earlier is to use clear, simple frameworks, which are structures that you can put answers into, right? So that you kind of always know uh, what to say, give all the necessary information, but you don't go off topic, right? Now then, I'm going to give you these three frameworks that you can use in these kind of impromptu speech situations uh, and some examples of, of how we use them, right? So. First framework is fantastic. If you've got something like a short oral report uh, at a meeting or teleconference about either like something that's happened, etc., right? Uh, what you did about it, what happened next. It's quite useful, guys, uh, in meetings, teleconferences, several situations, but especially job interviews. If you Google this technique, you'll find it. The technique is called STAR, which is S T. A R the star framework. Now the thing is, when most people answer questions at a, a job interview, they might say, "Tell us about a time where your boss was really under pressure, had an you know impending deadline, and you you know you went out of your way to help, provide support, etc., to get the job done on time." Right. Most people can do the S, right, of star. Yeah. Most people can do the A, and most people can do the R. 99.9% .9 of people miss the T. Guys, that's where we don't let ourselves down. We're not plebs. We're professionals, right? At the end of this course, yeah, PS for P will stand for public speaking, speaking for professionals. Okay, shout out in there. Right, what do I mean by STAR, S-T-A-R? Right, the S stands for situation. In this part, you briefly expl explain the uh, background to whatever happened and the key issue or problem arising from it, right? It's, it's mostly based in the past tense, yeah? Be mostly, you know, past simple, mixed with past continuous maybe, or even, you know, past, past perfect if you like to go there, but most clever people avoid that. 
but it's all about the background, whatever happened, and the key issue that arose from what happened. Now, the T, the important one, stands for task. This is where you tell the listener about your planning, about your train of thinking, what you wanted to achieve and what your goal was. Guys, we must do the T before the A because the A stands for the action. This is where you describe what you actually did to achieve the goal. The T stands for how you arrived at setting the goals that then was the springboard for the action that you took. Most people, and I've been an interviewer for quite a while before, I teach interviewing, right? I teach CVs, resumes. I'm telling you, S-A-R is easy. Any pleb can do it. S-T-A-R is the important one, right? The T stands for triumph, guys. You get the T, you're a winner. Right. I'll give you an example, and I'll separate uh, the four parts, S-T-A-R. I'll separate them, right? By the by a beep. I haven't got a fake one, so this'll do. Yeah, beep. Finn can put a proper one in if he wants. So uh, imagine that I'm at a meeting and the uh, chairperson asks me, Robo, can you tell us what happened with the office Wi-Fi last week? So I might say four parts. Beep. Sure. Uh, last Wednesday, uh, we started to get a lot of calls in the IT department from users saying that they couldn't connect to the office Wi-Fi uh, on the second floor. The other floors were actually fine. Beep. Now, all of our sales staff are on the second floor, so I knew we needed urgently to get the Wi-Fi working and you know make sure that we could still contact customers in the meantime. Deadly important for our sales guys to be on the phone, to be on the internet constantly. Beep. So I sent some of the IT department down there to investigate uh, and went to tell everyone on the second floor, obviously, what was happening. We actually decided to clear some space uh, in the staff canteen, which is on the ground floor. And we got everybody down there that needed to use the uh, internet urgently, yeah, that they could jump in the canteen and access it there. So the IT guys got back to me after about half an hour and said that one of the routers needed repairing. I told them to replace the router with a new one as soon as possible, yeah. Uh, and while they were doing the repairs, yeah, uh, it took them about 30 minutes to be able to complete it. So the Wi-Fi altogether was only down for about an hour. Oops, sorry, beep. <laughs> so the Wi-Fi was only down for about uh, an hour on the second floor and any urgent online business was covered by the staff going to the canteen. There was absolutely no big disruption whatsoever. Finished. So, guys, there was my situation, yeah? Factual information. No opinions, no nothing, just facts, yeah? The task is my, my time to shine, isn't it, right? Yeah? That was my planning. That was my train of thought, right? What did I want to do? How did I think about going to execute it? The action is the execution, right? Planning and execution, yeah? Task and action. And then followed by the results, guys. All right. So welcome to the star technique. Uh, the others are uh, are actually like quite easy. Uh, the second framework, guys, is used when you're asked to give your opinion on something like a complex topic. Earlier, when I was giving you random questions, saying, you know, questions are not equal, right? I said, uh, do you think Facebook is a good idea? Now, 
Facebook penetrates, you know, many permutations of life all over the globe, if we think about it. If it was a country, it would be, I forgot, seventh largest on earth or something, whatever it is now, it used to be seventh or something. But think about that. Do you think Facebook's a good idea? We would be stupid plebs if we didn't think that there are, of course, advantages, but clear distinct disadvantages, right? So basically, guys, this framework is in good for both social and work-related situations. Guys, these are questions that are bigger than yourself, right? Where's your favorite place to travel to? Yeah? What's your favorite type of food? These are all about you, all about your opinion. Yes, you're going to have an opinion here, but you need to balance it. Pros and cons first. So the framework is called ADO. That is A-D-O. ADO. The A stands for advantages. In this part, you summarize all the positive aspects, obviously, right? Of the idea, the plan, the proposal, the question, whatever. D, obviously, disadvantages. This is time for the negative aspects. And then the O stands for opinion. Now, this is when you give your opinion on whether one outweighs the other or vice versa. Guys, the pros outweigh cons or the other way around. This, though, is where we need to indicate that it's on balance, right, from what, from what we can see, from what we know, okay? I'll give you quite an easy example because it's going to be uh, different people of different ages uh, listening to this, yeah? So uh, as an example, right, imagine I'm having dinner uh, at a friend's house. Uh, they've got a kid. Uh, the kid wants to maybe go off traveling and the parents are not sure. They know maybe I've been traveling, so, you know, they might ask me if I think it's a good idea to take a year off uh, between high school and university to get some travel and life experience, right, before four years at uni. I would say something like this. Beep. Well, uh, that's an interesting question. And, of course, there are pros and cons. The pros are that you can obviously uh, save some money to take the uni with you, especially if you, like, get a bit of a little part-time job as well, you know. You get to see some of the real world outside of education. Uh, you would get to meet lots of like different people who will give you different views uh, on life other than like, you know, the majority just being young students. Yeah. Beep. Now, on the other hand, the cons are that you might uh, like lose focus on actual studying. Uh, and you might not actually want to go to uni after a year off. Right. You might find that you don't want to do that at all. Uh, also, it might actually be more difficult to get on the chosen course that you've wanted originally uh, after a year away from studying. You might have to do a you know, foundation course or something. Beep. Still, to be honest with you, on balance, I think it's probably a good idea because you can use the experience uh, from that year for when you start university. I mean, I took, uh, I took actually 18 months off and it worked perfectly well for me. So, yeah, I would have to go with far more positive than negatives there. So, guys, there's a nice little one. Like I say, you know, people say, what do you think about junk food? That's an ado question, yeah? Uh, what's your opinion on the European Union overreach, you know, or the European Union? There you go. That's the exact kind of questions, questions that are bigger than you, these global issues, national issues, domestic issues, social, cultural issues, right? Now then, before I go on too long, uh, the last framework, guys, uh, is something really uh, useful when you're asked for like an idea on something like, and it's your opinion. But obviously, you need to be able to support your opinion. 
This is particularly commonly used socially, uh, and it's actually called the PREP, P-R-E-P, PREP framework. Some people refer to it, guys, also the same as the uh, area framework, right? So PREP, yeah, P stands for point. This is the main point you want to make, your answer kind of thing, the question. The R stands for reasons, why you think your point is right or your main point is the way you think. It's why it's your opinion. Now, the E stands for examples. This is when you back up your reasons with some real life examples uh, based on things like your own experiences or things you've learned elsewhere. It's often known, guys, as anecdotal evidence. All right. Just to let you guys know. Yeah. That's where the E comes in. Your examples. It's all about you, your life experience, your anecdotal stories. Yeah. And the P stands for point. Yet again, this is where you restate your main idea or you make a conclusion of what you've just said. Now, guys, I said it's sometimes called the area framework, which is exactly pretty much the same. Area, A-R-E-A, -E stands for uh, answer, reason, example, and affirmation. See, the P at the end, when I said point again, you restate your idea. The affirmation is exactly that, yeah? So P-R-E-P, -E prep or area, yeah, we've got point, reasons, examples, and point again, or answer, reason, example, yeah, and affirmation, same thing. So for the last example, guys, to cut this under 20 minutes, yeah. Uh, so my colleague and I were talking uh, the other day, and she asked me, like, where in the world I would most like to live? And uh, this is what I said to her. Okay, remember, four parts, yeah. Beep. <clears throat> there are lots of great places in the world. Uh, but I actually, uh, I think I'd like to live in Bangkok most. Beep. This is because I really love like Thai culture, Thai food, the Thai way of life and the weather's fantastic. Plus I've got some of the best islands in the world, yeah. Beep. I went to Thailand uh, on holiday last year, you know, the people are so friendly and polite. I always felt like really safe, you know. Uh, just a fantastic time, so colourful. So nice, and I was eating spicy food every day, drinking coconuts on the beach. It was just a, a heaven, yeah? Beep. So if I could choose to live anywhere in the world, uh, I'd choose to live in Thailand, uh, particularly Bangkok, because I love the city. It's definitely my dream to move there one day. And that, guys, brings us to the end of spontaneous or impromptu speaking, which is part two of public speaking for plebs. This has been your host, Robbo. I hope you've enjoyed it. Be sure to tune in to part three next week when we will be going through the main body, including signpost language and linking language. And then we'll be finishing up with the uh, five-part standardized introduction to the formal presentation known as The Daddy. Watch what you guys are doing. Stay safe out there. And we'll catch you on the next episode. And I'll leave you with Finn. Bye-bye. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve. Mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works. And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth. Sit and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless. Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ants dragging out the max. Amount of payments, red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken knives. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knives, and then to end a long day, 11.
never known the politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary fall Motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Ten spaces.